Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. I'm Mick Manhattan. I know you're asking yourself, how does he look so damn good? I don't really know the answer to that question. I was just born this way. Maybe it's in the genes. Maybe I'm just an enigma. But thank you for watching nonetheless. I'm not full of myself, I promise you. I am just as amazing as I come off every episode. And I want to thank you for listening and watching with us. Uh, this episode, of course, is brought to you by Manscaped. One of my favorite devices in the world. They even gave me a nice little tote bag. How do you like that? Now, if you were asking yourself, well, Mick, what's Manscaped? Well, many of you, like me, years and years ago, found out you can actually shave your downstairs and make it nice and pretty for whomever you choose to share it with. Well, Manscaped helps you with that, and it is the pinnacle in shaving the downstairs. That type of technology does not comes once in a lifetime, and it has come in the form of the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. That's what this friendly little device is right here. And it keeps your uh, family jewels all prim and proper. And they have plenty of other things to go around with it. They have the ball deodorant. They have the conditioner. They have everything else to keep you smelling and looking beautiful for whomever you decide to share it with, even if it's just the mirror. So thank you for watching. And thank you for supporting us with our sponsor, Manscaped. Head over to manscaped.com and use prom promo code SNOBS, S-N-O-B-S, for 20% off and free shipping. And until next time, I'm Mick Manhattan. Welcome to the Seems Not Podcast. What's going on, everybody? I am Mick Manhattan. I'm the host here of the Scene Snobs. I just want to say thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, as you know, the Scene Snobs Podcast is live every Tuesday night. Uh, I will say this. I have... I am solo. I'm the first time solo, truly, truly fearful thing. I'm the first time solo in, no lie, almost a year. Uh, I used to do the show solo, but, uh, you know, I have taken on the madman, and he has in shot this, per this show to perfectism, perfectionalism, if you will. I can't speak without him. I'm really a mess without him. Uh, but I am a, do have a great show for you planned tonight. We are going to be touching down on some very fun topics. I have two very special guests from the Showboys podcast. Mike and Nick are here, and they're joining us. Uh, we are so excited. So I'm going to bring them on. But before we do, I do have to say uh, we are we have something else uh, going on. Uh, just earlier the other day was the Snobby Awards. And... One uh, one of the winners, and I'm going to bring them up for best movie TV podcast, Monster Movie Happy Hour, which is a truly great podcast. If you guys haven't heard of it or haven't listened to it, you should. Uh, they were unable to be there that day. They and they sent in uh, during the show a um, a very cool little uh, video, which I'm going to play for you because I feel like everybody deserves their time to shine. They are winners of the of the category, and so I'm going to play that for you right now before I bring Mike and Nick on. 
I'm Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Mary. And we are the Monster Movie Happy Hour. That's right. And we'd like to thank the Scene Snobs for awarding us the 2021 Snobby Award for Best Movie and TV Podcast. We're really thankful. You know, it's really an honor because uh, in the end, it means that we just have even greater opportunity to share three of life's greatest gifts. Cocktails, monster movies, and friendship. So thank you and cheers. 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 <laughs> And we're back. And uh, I just want to thank Monster Movie Happy Hour and congratulate them on their win. It was truly fantastic. Well deserved. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, congratulations. Welcome um, to the show. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for inviting us. That was an experience. It was great. You know, I have to say, um, we've been wanting to get you on for a while. Unfortunately, Casey couldn't be here, and I know he's really bummed. Uh, you know, he just has some stuff he had to take care of. <laughs> no, the poor guy, he deserves <laughs> it. Uh, I will say this, though. Um, we are, like, you, your show is one of my favorites, and I think I've talked about it on our show a few times. So, like, I, I do want to say, and I want to say it to everybody, if you haven't checked out the Showboys podcast, go check it out. But before we get started, I want you guys to tell us a little bit about the Showboys podcast. Sure. Uh, so uh, Nick and I have, have been working together for you know several years now at our, our day job. And uh, one thing we would always do is talk about what movies or shows or games we were you know watching or playing. Uh, and uh, last summer, early fall-ish. Late summer. Um, yeah. Uh, we were just like, hey, why don't, why don't we do this as a podcast. We already talk about all this stuff anyways. Uh, so yeah, we started the show boys and we cover everything from TV shows, movies, video games, web series, uh, all that content that's in between there. And everything that touches it, which yeah, is yeah. great. Yep. That is awesome. And you know what? You guys have had some great shows recently, especially, no, I don't want to you have great shows all the time, but uh, recently <laughs> you've been covering some really fun topics that uh, I've just been like kind of going on and on about. But what is your planning process? Uh, you know, we're going to get into the fun stuff in a second, but I do want to ask some questions and kind of get yeah. you know, everybody aware of Showboys. Like, what's your planning process with everything? Like, how do you know week to week what you guys are going to go uh, talking about? So, sometimes the planning process is is good and week well thought out, and then sometimes <laughs> it's like, oh man, we have a podcast in two days. We should probably think of something to talk about. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, Nick. You wanna you wanna elaborate on our our process? Yeah, I guess I guess we never really put ourselves in our episodes in a box, right? Because it's all very conversational, unscripted, um, just really what makes sense to talk about. So, I mean, we're always coming up with things to talk about on each episode. So really we're just kind of kicking different things down the path and, you know, we try to keep up with what we think of to talk about, but also bring on like current happenings. Right. So like Kong vs. Godzilla came out, we're going to do an episode on that. Right. Um, and kind of say, you know, with some current topics, but then also touch on like the wider reaching things. So it's kind of a process. We kind of just kick ideas back and forth and it's just yeah. a constant kicking of the cans. Yeah. Well, I was wondering too, because uh, 
you guys also have the companion series, um, mm -hmm. you know, which I was recently on for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, but you never, you never really seem to do too many. Like you pick one show at a time. Mm -hmm. um, how do you go about? Like, is it just like you try to focus on like the bigger shows, or how do you pick your companion pieces? So we've had two companion series so far. The first one was season two of The Mandalorian, and our most recent one was Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, we we picked Mandalorian because Nick is like a Star Wars fanboy to the T. Um, and, you know, that just happened to be starting right around the time that, you know, we were kicking around the podcast idea. And uh, it happened to work out really well because it new episodes released weekly on Disney Plus, And it wasn't like a, a Netflix release where they just throw the whole season out and, uh, you know, you can binge the entire thing in like eight hours. Um, so uh, unintentionally, we decided to go with a show like The Mandalorian because of the weekly release schedule. And it just gives you time to like really digest and talk about each episode each week. And, you know, for shows like that, at least me personally, when I'm watching something, uh, I like to scour YouTube and, and be like, what, what are people saying about, you know, WandaVision episode two? Like, I, I got to see what, you know, people are, are, you know, speculating and whatnot. So um, we try to pick shows that have the weekly release over like just throwing it all the entire season all at once on a streaming service. Um, mm -hmm. But we just like to pick what we enjoy watching really. Right, Nick? Yeah. And, and part of it, you know, we like to pick shows that play to both our strengths and weaknesses. So Mandalorian is a good example where I'm kind of like the star Wars savant. Mike at the time knew nothing about Star Wars. He's just starting his Star Wars journey. So we thought that would be a really cool dynamic, right? Because he kind of would act as the audience as far as, you know, it, it would prevent, you know, two hosts from glazing over very obvious facts, you know, to people who know everything about Star Wars. And Mike kind of played the role of, you know, guiding <laughs> the, the and keeping the conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, and then, and then like with Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, you got Mike who is you know, I would say pretty average, maybe a little above average tied into the MCU. But then you have Jordan who is all in on the comics and he knows the history and he knows all the stuff about it. And he obviously like predicted the whole entire thing. And <laughs> we like to have that dynamic. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to be a little trend we have with our upcoming companion series. Yeah. And I think the, the shows that serve those companion series the best are shows that have like a, a wider cinematic universe for lack of a better word, but like mm -hmm. Mandalorian was great because the star Wars universe is huge. And there was so much like so many little Easter eggs and tie-ins from other shows and other star Wars properties that like made it really fun to break down every episode. Cause you had to like really you know keep your eyes peeled to see, you know, what they were trying to throw in. And same thing with uh, Falcon and the winter soldier. We all know that MCU is massive and, just continuing uh, on as strong as it you know has ever been. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We have another companion series coming up here uh, this next Sunday, week. Yeah, yeah, this Sunday is the episode zero pre pre episode of yeah. the whole series for the Bad Batch. Um, yep, heading yeah. back to the Star Wars universe. <laughs> back Very to Star Wars. Yeah, it's going to be a long one. Fourteen episodes. It's, it's a lot of weeks. I realized that after <laughs> after committing to it, I realized how long it was, and I was like, "Oh well." 
<laughs> I will say it's uh, it, it does kind of work out in your favor because like you'll do Mandalorian season two and then you know not too long after Falcon and Winter Soldier came up and mm-hmm. you know maybe a few months but then like at least now you have the Bad Batch starting right up and then yeah. probably Loki or something at that point. Yeah, we're ki- we're kicking around the the idea of a Loki companion series. Um, that show also would just be a great one because you know there's going to be so much craziness in Loki. Uh, especially oh, yeah. with them going, you know, down the TBA uh, rabbit hole, um, and Loki's just a fun character, so that would be a, a really fun show to do. Oh yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. But I, I am glad that you mentioned Star Wars. Um, yeah, I, sh- I do should plug right now, especially since he's not here. Uh, next week is our special uh, "May the Fourth Be With You" episode. Uh, as you can see, Casey and I go back a <laughs> long way. Uh, when it goes to, uh, <laughs> I love the stash, man. Oh yeah. And you know, what was funny. I had a full beard that was down to my chest at that time. And like, uh, this was Halloween, like seven or eight years ago. And I shaved it all off into a stash and Casey was pissed. Cause he's like, <laughs> on? yeah, but we have, uh, uh, we have some, we have a very special unsung hero of the star Wars world of the original mm-hmm. trilogy. Um, who will be joining us for a special interview. I'm going to keep that a secret for now. And we are going to be playing a game called Stump Casey at Star Wars. And we're going to invite people to come Ooh. in and ask him questions and see if they can stump him. So it's going nice. to be definitely exciting. I will say, I want to congratulate you guys on your win for best audio and podcast. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Board. You know, you guys, and I, they can hear you right now as to why <laughs> that is definitely a wonderful award for you guys to win because you have fantastic audio which is important thank you uh i was i was really uh surprised that we were able to take a snobby home i I was honestly surprised that we even got nominated in the first place so um yeah Yeah. uh, it's such a distinguished award hey we're working on it all right i saw those oscars i know we're way more distinguished (laughs) um yeah best of you too that i mean i guess we i guess we didn't realize how good we sound i don't know yeah Um, we didn't. We don't. We don't. I guess pride ourselves, but now I guess we should. We want a snobby <laughs> off of it. Yeah. So. And uh, now I'm going to take every opportunity to, whenever I announce, you know, maybe at <laughs> beginning of episodes, like, "Hey, welcome to Showboys, an award-winning podcast." Like, there you go. I'm going to milk you, that cow dry. <laughs> you'll even have it's already begun. With it. You have certificates. Oh, yeah. Your shot glass trophy, uh, and you will also get a. Uh, PNG of the uh, Snobby Award winner. So you'll be getting some stuff. Uh, it just takes time. You gotta give me a little yeah. time. Uh, we all have time. <laughs> yeah, but I am excited, uh, you know, definitely to see what you do with Bad Batch because you have great companion series. But your your show, your your general show each week is so much fun to listen to. I was I listen to it mostly on and I, please do not take offense <laughs> I've told Mike this. I listen to it at night on like, you know, Saturday, Sundays when I'm relaxed because you guys have such a soothing tone hmm. that I'm like, I can rest <laughs> to this and just try and chill out and listen to it. Because <laughs> I can't listen to a podcast where they're like in your face, you know, like yeah. when I'm trying to relax and chill out. Uh, I listen to the show, boys. Oh, That's well, thank good. you. You know, it's great conversation as well. Yeah, we try Thanks. not to go over the top, I guess. We like yeah. to keep a nice, nice even kilter. Yeah, and that's yeah, a good thing. The the conversational aspect too is something that we really try to, um, I guess, 
hammer home, right? Um, we try to keep the the conversation during our episodes as natural and as organic as possible. So much so that uh, whenever when we do pick our topics, that's like all the other person knows about what's coming to the episode. We don't share notes or talk about the episode before we get on the episode at all. We're just like, hey, we're talking about Star Wars today. Uh, and then awesome. I feel like that really helps the the conversation just stay natural and flow. Well, you know, uh, that's a great way to be about it, for uh, especially for podcasting, because it just keeps the conversation going. I, at this point, I don't think Casey and I are going to run out of things to talk about. <laughs> We've been doing this for together for way too long that we just turn anything into a conversation. And I'm not saying it's gold. I'm not saying that <laughs> this is not a compliment to us. I'm just saying, like, we just don't get bored of talking. Like, oh, that paper straw. That's a wonderful paper straw. And then we can just go on for about an hour. What uh, doesn't mean you'll like it. <laughs> well, don't sell yourself show. short. I've been listening to you guys for several months now. Uh, the, the Tuesday podcast is always entertaining and fun. We appreciate that. And it's definitely the topics. I have to say that because they're always a lot more fun than we are. Um, <laughs> in fact, tonight's topic, and for anybody watching, uh, please feel free in the comments to join in. We're going to be talking about movies that uh, everybody hates and say are terrible, but you can't help but love them. Uh, and it could be multiple movies. And I wanted to ask you guys, I know let's do this out to you. What's, let's name one for now, and then we can always kind of keep going down the line. I don't even want to call these guilty pleasures. <laughs> I want to call these like movies that when people, when you tell people, they kind of give you that look like, really? Like seriously? <laughs> uh, and I, I'm going to kick it off because I know a lot of people. Um, <laughs> all right. I love the Eddie Murphy movies. Not just the old ones. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> so I, I love Metro. I love Showtime. I love uh, Pluto Nash. They're terrible. <laughs> They're terrible. But I love them, and I love him in them. Uh, I just think he's great, and I don't understand why they get so much hate. Yeah. So, so what? Uh, like, what's the factor for you? Is it just Eddie Murphy, or he's he's definitely he has to be one of the factors for sure. Right. 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 Like, you know, right. I didn't understand all the hate on the sequel of uh, Coming to America. Because, you know, it, I mean, it got a lot of people saying they liked it, but I also got a lot of people saying they hated it. And I was like, really? I was like, because you guys really hate a lot of his stuff where I'm like, <laughs> you have to hate this? Like, The Haunted Mansion, yeah. was it really that terrible? Right. Does it really stick out? As, like, Pluto Nash, I don't know. Like, I know it's not great. But, I mean, for what it is, I'm like, eh, it's a space caper movie. <laughs> Whatever. It's fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, I th I think that um, just across the board, some some people go into certain movies with the wrong idea. Um, I, I find myself uh, just on a personal level, I enjoy most of what I watch <clears throat> just across the board. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm a lot like uh, I don't know Kevin Smith. I guess who like he, if you listen to any of his shows, he he barely ever talks bad about anything that he's seen. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I don't appreciate the art. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And on top of it, like, okay, you go to see Jurassic park three, right? 
you're not going <laughs> to see the most like life changing, you know, plot line, like the most genre bending uh, storytelling. You're going to see dinosaurs like fight other dinosaurs and Chris Pratt ride on a motorcycle or something. I don't know. Uh, so like when movies like that get a ton of hate, it's like, what were you expecting to see really? Like, were the the dinosaurs fighting each other? Were those scenes cool? Okay, then that's good for me, right? Yeah, that, I mean, you get a lot of that too, where it comes back and forth, and you know, people hate the Transformers movies, but then they're like, Pacific Rim is the best, and I'm like, it's the same shit. That's a good yeah. pick. Transformer movies, Michael Bay movies in general. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I listen. He does not deserve the hate he gets. <laughs> he does right. not yeah. deserve the. Hate. Uh, am I saying his stories? I agree are good? with you. By no means. No, I know. Right. I'm, I'm talking to the people out there. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. he does like Six Underground. Uh, that wasn't, was it a great movie? No, but like if I'm watching Fast and the Furious, stop putting Michael Bay down. <laughs> like, don't tell me go watch every Fast and the Furious movie, which is actually kind of funny because somebody just commented every Fast and Furious movie except for two. <laughs> oh, and I would disagree with you. I like two. Yeah. I like two. Um, that, captured, that captured a time that captured a period in like America right there. <laughs> really, that's a perfect way to put it. It was, a, and you know what it was? It's that's the they each kind of had a different feel to them, and that was like the Dukes of Hazard Adventures vibe. And I was like, I'm down with this. I'm fine with this. Um, <laughs> right. I'd say my least favorite is probably Tokyo Drift, and I will still watch it. Right. I'll still go there. Um. You know, but that is a good choice, um, you know, with those series. But, like, I don't understand how people can say, Star, nice. I like <laughs> it. Um, I don't understand how people can give so much hate to something. Like, again, let's go back to that Eddie Murphy movies I was talking about. Uh, you look at Pluto Nash and you're like, and I just have to go with that one. Um, you look at Pluto Nash and you're just like, just aesthetically, it looks cool. It's a cool looking <laughs> movie, aesthetically. Take out the acting, take out the story. All that stuff you really, truly can judge. And I have people I know who are just like, I can't believe you like this movie. And they're filmmakers. And I'm just like, but I've seen your movies. <laughs> and they don't look like this. And that's a problem. You know, maybe your story is better. And that's great. But strive for better to look. <laughs> you know, like, these movies look good. Um you know, and that's the thing. Like a lot of the people give hate to a lot of fans or audience rather give hate to movies like this, and I'm just like, like Daredevil, I get. Yeah, that's that the was, one I get. Like, that was I'm, pretty awful. It was just awful. <laughs> you know, I'm like, whatever, but I'll still watch it. If it's on TV because it's cool. still Daredevil in action. What about Green Lantern? Yeah, because Ryan Reynolds is a darling, and I love him. Yeah, <laughs> true. It's hard he to not watch what he does. Blake Lively is gorgeous. Ryan Reynolds is funny. Taika Waititi's funny in it. You still get a Green Lantern movie. It may not be great, but it's still Green Lantern. Valid points. Uh, now, am I telling, like, if I get to tell my kids, like, you guys should check out Green Lantern. No. <laughs> I'm going to say watch 89 Batman. That's where this goes. And that, uh, but I, I, I have to report you to upon. CPS there if you did that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I will let my kids stumble upon this stuff and make their own choices. There you go. But The Phantom, that's another good one. These are some really good choices. But I want to hear from my guests because I know I've talked a lot. So I'm going to shut up. And I want to hear some movies that you love that people hate. 
Why don't you start us off, Nick? Okay. Um, I, I mean, you kind of did three. I feel like right on three just to match your three. But um, <laughs> go for it. Adam, go for Adam it. Sandler movies. I mean, the newer ones, like people seem not to like them, but somebody's watching them, you know, on Netflix because they keep making them and they're not unpopular, but no one's going to be like, oh, that's a great movie. Um, <laughs> they're worth watching at least once. Um, and if, if they happen to, if they, if Netflix work more like television, you'd be, you'd be stuck watching them. Um, I don't know <laughs> when the, the effect of Netflix kicks in where you just like randomly click like, oh, I've seen that. Let's watch it again. The watch it again section. Um, but I think, and I can't broadly find anyone that's ever like big hoorahs with me here, but like X-Men first class, like I oh, love, yeah, the, I love the, the, those ones right there with all the new actors, they're younger and all that stuff. But every time I'm ever like, Oh, those are great. Like, can I, you know, I, I need those in my life. Everyone's just like, meh. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I, I think first class is one of the best ones. Yeah. Um, and, and real quick before you say your third one, because we did get a comment. Oh, I love the X-Men first class. See? Yeah. Uh, GNN says, <laughs> Boom. First aids click. Blended and click. click. Those yes. are his three best, in my opinion. Click was a Well, great Wedding one. Singer should be on there. Right. Wedding Singer probably before Click, but I love Click. <laughs> Just that part when he like is in the hospital bed and he's flopping his <laughs> stomach around. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's my fat and I'll do whatever I want with it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nick, you gotta tell me the next one, man, because I, I, right. I know we're gonna be kindred spirits on this one. All right, maybe. Um of the Warcraft movie. Ooh. I mean, me, me and Mike are big fans of that, and that was just a stinker yeah. in the box office, and it, it basically killed it here in America. Hope China's carrying some hope for us and seeing a second one, but yeah. I, I thought that movie was just awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that movie, other than it's just too much fan service to the fans, but there's at least 20 million World of Warcraft fans out there, so I, that would be enough to do some profits. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, man, I can't even believe that. I, I totally forgot about that movie, but you're yeah. so right. That's That was such a great movie. I liked World of Warcraft. I never played World of Warcraft. I don't know any of the storylines. I'm not into the game or anything. Yeah. I'm not against it, but that's even so better. going in, I didn't know anything, and that helped me. Nice. That's yeah. even better. See, we got someone who does not know anything about it like the movie, because it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. So how about you, Mike? What do you got for me? Well, uh, first off, my wife, I asked my wife this because uh, I was having a hard time coming up with my list. And she was just like, everything that you watch, I sucks. <laughs> like I can barely get through. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that aside, um, probably the the most polarizing one on my list is Batman versus Superman. It's like top three favorite movies for me and literally every time i say that uh especially if someone knows i have a podcast about movies and shows they're like what's wrong with you <laughs> like your show did sucks. you see the same batman versus superman i did <laughs> all you guys talk about is dc and the snyderverse yeah. go away yeah. <laughs> well i'll tell you when i when i watched it in theaters i was very let down being a comic book fan and growing up and loving this, mm-hmm. those storylines um, that they were just kind of throwing together. But when I watched the Ultimate Edition not too long ago, I, so, I yeah. fell in love with it. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, 
I, I don't know. I just I love the the Snyder verse take on Batman. Um, I love Ben Affleck as Batman, which also gets me a lot of uh, slack. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I like uh, as much as I like comic accurate things. I also appreciate uh, you know some room for creative vision, right, and interpretation by the creator. Um, so. The, the different take on Batman than we're, that we're used to seeing, especially over like the last 20 years or so, um, it was it was interesting and not really expected. So uh, I think that like scored at some points in my book. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I don't care what anybody says. I remember at that moment when Ben Affleck showed up as Batman and said that he was going to direct his own Batman movie. Everybody was on board. I don't care what anybody says. I know. Um, you so know, in the beginning when he was first announced, people were like, eh. And then they saw like he got in shape for it. And then the movie finally came out and they were like, he's still a good Batman. I want to see his movie. Yeah. I still do. Yeah, same. And just like, I don't know, having an older Batman who's like super, well, at least at that point was jaded, like j- jaded, cynical. Like he was just over his what he was trying to do his entire life right as batman uh just defeated and ready to hang up the cowl and and you know you saw in that movie he was just didn't care about his code anymore like he was just done Mm -hmm. uh and then seeing you know the the change in character in justice league and his like redemption arc i guess um I don't know. It is a I I love that movie. It's still one of my favorite movies and probably will be for a long time. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good choice, but I, I feel like it's it's going to be more beloved as we go on. Now that people like the new Justice League movie, mm-hmm. um, I have a feeling, especially the Ultimate Edition, is going to be more beloved. So I am looking forward to it, um, seeing that happen, and maybe getting more, maybe not from Zack Snyder, but more of that situation. Fingers crossed. Right there with you. Game of Battleship. That was a tough one. <laughs> Battleship. That was a tough no, one. That, uh, yeah, that, I that's, forgot they made that That's movie. worth watching like multiple times. That's a good just have on TV. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that I, I don't know, but I, I'm actually the, a game movie that I'm actually anxious for right now is uh, New Guy or or the Guy or whatever uh, with Ryan Reynolds, where he just plays like oh, yeah. a guy in a video game who is just kind of an everyday person keeps getting yeah. killed and then he yeah. decides to become a hero in the game yeah that that does look pretty interesting i'm surprised that it hasn't like <laughs> hasn't, hasn't that uh like the trailer for that movie been out for quite some time like i feel like that movie should have already come out if it hasn't already new guy uh or is it already out it's supposed to be out in december but okay. i don't know what happened free guy free guy is what it's called free okay. guy i agree with that last comment about keaton though He's a great Batman. Here's why he is a great Batman. He's a hundred percent a great Batman. I'm glad he's coming back. But here's why I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that you're wrong, George, uh, <laughs> in the most loving way possible. I would be fine with Keaton being the only Batman throughout all of these years, but he left. And when an actor leaves a role like that, fine by me. But that you we gotta let go the just the love for that one person. We gotta. Now I'm not saying you have to love everybody who's been in that role since. <laughs> but you gotta at least like respect a lot of them who stepped up and tried. Speaking of Keaton, have you seen that movie Birdman? Great movie. Oh yeah, it's, oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. So good. And it, even that caught some crap, and I was like, 
that was a, that was a good movie. That's yeah. like people have forgotten. And so um, is those those like one-off movies that just catch all the extra hate for no reason. You're like, this doesn't deserve it. Yeah. But like Eddie Murphy movies, they're the, yeah. they're the joy of everyone's life right now. And they just <laughs> don't know it. <laughs> one movie I will bring. I keep going back to Eddie Murphy and this was not, I swear to God. This was <laughs> Welcome to the it's Eddie your, Murphy show. It, it's your pick. You can go back to it as much as you want. Well, there, one thing, uh, one of the best movies Eddie Murphy ever made was Bowfinger with Steve Martin. And, and, you know, being a filmmaker in Los Angeles uh, and having lived that life, a lot of the things that they do in guerrilla style filmmaking, you're just like, yeah, I know that. I've done that. This has happened. Um, and, you know, a lot of it's like very exaggerated, but still, like, it, there's a base of truth in there. And film that filmmakers only get, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I, that's why that movie will always be endearing to me, but it was also just a really good movie. But because of the movies that surrounded it, that get so much hate that Eddie Murphy did, I think that one catches a lot of crap because I either find people who've never seen it mm. or who just kind of remember it as like, no, nah, that was one of Eddie Murphy's bad years, you know, bad ones during those years. And I was like, this is one of the best movies. <laughs> ever done. And you people are idiots for not watching. it. Yes. Bunch so. of dorks. So if anybody hasn't seen it, I do suggest you get out there and check it out. But uh, and check out Pluto Nash, check out Showtime, check it, you know why not? Just go. <laughs> no, <laughs> Anything Robin Williams was in, I will watch. I don't care. I don't care what people say. Tell me Robin Williams, even if it's a bad movie, he was great in it. I can agree with that. You better agree with that. You better do it a little more lively. Listen, I want you guys, I want you guys being like, "Yeah, you're damn right." Rob Williams was the man. This—that's a national treasure right there. Yeah, I can't. Okay, I don't, don't want to give people the wrong here. impression about our our docile tones. You know, I don't want to get yeah. too excited for him after you. You set no us way. Up. You better get excited. Listen, I'm missing <laughs> the madman tonight. The madman is the one that brings all the pep. And he is a crazy person. He is a, a literally a nut. Nut. He's nutty. He he is, but it's such a beautiful way. Um, yes. <laughs> Rob Williams' best dead post site. Oh my God, George, you're killing me, man. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Dead post site is a wonderful movie, but I I don't know that I can get behind it. One of Rob Williams' bests because he was in it so little. He's only in it for like 20 minutes in the movie. Yeah, I guess that's um, true. But he has like that speech that everyone just freaking loves in the classroom. Uh, but his monologue from uh, Goodwill Hunting when he's talking about yeah. uh, Will and he's just like, you don't know anything about life. You've never been out of Boston. That's a, that's his best speech, in my opinion. And then you have Good Morning Vietnam, which was hilarious yeah. and great and wonderful. And then you have Popeye. Everybody shits on him. <laughs> it's amazing. I love Popeye, and he was brilliant in it. Yes. <laughs> Robert Altman. <laughs> treasure. These are all treasures right here. <laughs> don't you tilt back. I saw you wearing your pajama bottoms. Hey, man. It's my no, it's my podcasting attire, you know? Don't, don't feel spoiled bad. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Everybody, they're black, so like if I tilt back, everybody's going to be like... <laughs> it, he only has half a torso. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Plus, it's fair. like uh, my basement is always ridiculously cold, so I basically get hypothermia every episode too. Where are you guys living? 
Uh, yep, up in northeast I knew Ohio. That. I knew that. And you guys just got snow. Yep, last week. It was real yeah, nice. Went, went from like 75 to three inches of snow the next day. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy today. You guys yep. need to stop it. All right, seriously. Yep. Tell Ohio to cool it. We're in these basements. We can't really control what's going on in the outside world. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah, well, you yeah. should. You should have known we were from Ohio. We're indie podcasters. That's, I, where that's true. From. That is true. Everybody's <laughs> from Ohio. Uh, I think it's me, Jeff Boskin, and uh, some nobodies are from like anywhere else. Yeah, uh, you guys are close neighbors, though. Yeah, that makes I you know. wonder. I'm though. close to you. I'm close to you guys. I'm not yeah. far. Six hours. Jeff's a, a Michigan guy, right? So he's right yeah. on the other side of us. Is uh, that yeah. a running joke, though, that everyone's from Ohio? Like, it always sneaks its way into a lot of movies, the Ohio reference, because <laughs> everyone escapes from Ohio, goes to Hollywood, and becomes somebody. I mean, there are a lot of musicians from Ohio. Yeah. You know, like astronauts. Ohio has the most amount of astronauts than any other something, state. apparently. And serial killers. Me. I heard we have a few of those. We got a North Texas crew here. That's there awesome. I love it. Very nice. Very John nice. Jeff. Great. Um, George, of course, is from Ohio. Oh, ha. Yes, I.O. I.O., baby. Um, and we're back to 80 today. Yep. So, uh, well, here's the thing. I don't care about the weather in Ohio. Okay? Neither does Ohio. <laughs> I care about so many damn podcasters from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many. I feel like if there's ever a podcaster convention, it's got to be in Ohio. Gonna... No, Kentucky, just to meet some people halfway. <laughs> that would be a good one. I want Nashville, Tennessee, man. There I want we go. Music, get hammered, meet everybody that Ohio has ever produced. Yep. You know, because they'll all be there. Get us out of Ohio. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get, get me out of Virginia. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I guess it's, when the snobby awards is actually in a palace somewhere there you go you know, yeah. we're actually we can afford to do an actual show then well, hey, everybody you know, from ohio can like, show up maybe two years from now you can rent out the horseshoe over in columbus and we can pack that place out <laughs> have the third annual snobby awards uh, here's the thing if the snobby awards ever becomes a big thing and it becomes like a main award type thing for podcasters you know that the National Hall of Fame of Podcasters is going to be in Ohio because that's where every Hall of Fame is. <laughs> yeah, true. that's a good point. <laughs> got Just the Football it... Hall of Fame, you got the Rock Hall of Fame, and we're going to have the Podcaster Hall of Fame somewhere in between. This will make Mike happy. We'll put it in Akron. <laughs> oh, <love> no. Akron. <laughs> Akron is the worst. <laughs> but it needs a Hall of Fame. You no. got the football in Canton. You got the rock and no. roll in Cleveland. Uh. You said in between. We're not putting in Macedonia. I just say, <laughs> I will say, my favorite part of the boys on Amazon Prime, definitely the Akron line. Like I was yeah. crying on my couch because I could not agree anymore. <laughs> Isn't that where they sent the what's his no, name? Where they sent the deep? Oh no, they no they, they sent, sent him to they Sandusky. Sent him to Sandusky, and they're like, yeah. well, at least it's not Akron. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I was like, yes, you get it. You guys oh, get it. <laughs> Oh man, what is wrong with Akron? I think it's got nothing. A great name. Yeah, it's a great city. Mike's just a hater. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you guys, um, you know, 
coming down from it, uh, I have met a lot of people during podcasting that are great people from Ohio, yourselves included, um, and a lot of great filmmakers, independent filmmakers are from Ohio as well. I yes. find. Uh, and I watch their stuff, and those aren't the ones where I'm just like, go watch Pluto Nash and learn how to shoot a movie. <laughs> 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 those are not the ones. They're, they're, they're elsewhere. But, uh, Jesus, I can't believe I just said that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's going to be a sound bit somewhere at some time. And it's just, yep. just like, that comes from me. George um, already clipped it. Ah, no, don't do it, George. Uh, <laughs> it's out of context. But, you know, we talked about movies. Uh, we didn't really get too deep into them. But I want to ask you guys, before we go there, what are some of your favorite, because this is a movie podcast, and we do mostly movies and TV. Mm-hmm. What are some of your you know, movies that inspired you? Can't say Star Wars. Mm. No, Star Wars doesn't inspire me. It entertains me. That's about oh, it. Two different things. That's a things. great line. Yeah. That's a great line. Yeah, you don't have to be inspired to be entertained, and vice versa. So, man, that's a tough one. Inspired me. Yeah, that is a tough question. All right, well, think about that oh. one, but I'm gonna ask you another okay. one. Okay. Everybody has TV remote dropper movies. That means, and I'm gonna use my Manscaped lawnmower 3.0 Ooh. to prove my point. The pinnacle <laughs> shaving technology. Use. <laughs> Use promo code SNOBS, S-N-O-B-S, for 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com. Anyway, so... I'll say that was a smooth plug you had there. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> smooth as <laughs> your... <laughs> I, all right. So you're watching TV. You know, some yeah. people still do that. Uh, a movie is on, and you're yeah. just like, that's it. I'm just sitting and watching. I'm not doing anything yeah. else until this is over. Give me your top five remote dropper movies. Top five. Uh, I can hit you with two real quick. Now, wait, first, let me ask. These don't have to be movies that are actually on TV right now, right? Just any movie that not, if it right, was on. Point, like, if it shows up on TV, it, okay, like, okay. that's the one that's going to stop. Uh, Super bad, 100%. I will watch that like 700 times over and over again. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, I will stop what I'm doing like immediately and watch that. Uh, Nick, throw some out while I think of my other three. All right. Iron Man. If any of those are on watching that, um, pineapple, pineapple express. If that's on watching that, um, fast and the furious. You just can't, you can't (laughs) not watch those when they're on TV. Um, 007, you know, if, if one of those is on you, it's going to pull you in. I think that was four. Mike, back to you. I'll think of a fifth. Okay. Uh, Princess Bride, I would stop. Oh, and watch. yeah. Um, so that's three. All right, Mick, you go. I got to think of two more. My brain doesn't oh, work well. They're, they're loaded. They're in the chamber ready to go. Uh, all right, Jaws <laughs> is one of them. Back to the okay. Future is the one that literally, if it's on, my wife gets pissed if I'm flipping through and we have to go out somewhere. <laughs> And Back to the Future's on. She's just like, no, come on. Uh, Shawshank Redemption is another one. Um, there, uh, what is it? Roadhouse is another one. If it's on TV, I'm just like, I'm watching this because it's amazing. Um, a few good men is one. Nice. And a few, and there's um, there's a few Star Trek movies. Like if Wrath of Khan is on, I'll stop and watch it. 
Um, if four is on um, the Voyage Home, I, I will watch it. Six is my favorite one in the series, so I'll watch that anytime. And First Contact, I will definitely watch. Okay. Uh, so, like those types of movies, like if they're if those are on TV, I'm in. You know. I'm ready. Uh, Another one that pops into my mind because I've literally stopped doing or like stopped what I was doing to watch this was uh, 300 whenever that's on. TV. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, that's a good one. The natural for inspirational movie. I love that, George. That's a really great one. Remote droppers. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Troy, Troy Gladiator. Uh, yeah. Men in Black. Men in Black. So good. Troy and Gladiator. Men in Black solid good. ones. Like that first one. Oh, it's classic. so good. I like them all. Like the second one, I, I listen. I, I get. I don't understand all the hate. Again, that's another one that I don't understand the hate. But uh, I do know that it's inferior to one and three. In my opinion, was the best. <laughs> and Demolition Man's a great choice. <clears throat> also, if Rocky Four or Rocky Three are on, <laughs> usually uh, I'm like, yeah. I'm watching this. Can't go wrong with those for sure. Uh, so when you say uh, what movie inspires you, what what do you what do you really mean, like? How inspired? Uh, I'm talking just any kind of general inspiration. Like if there's something like, if a movie pops on, like for me, like a perfect example is uh, I was a football player in high school. I was actually mm. played a lot of different sports, but like football was one that, you know, I bought into the cult, you know, like when we had the speeches and stuff like that, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to play harder than ever before. Um, so like something like any given Sunday, when he gives that speech uh, at the yeah. end, I mean, the whole movie I love, but when he gives that speech in the end, I'm fired up. I want to go work out. Like, <laughs> um, or or like Rocky Four when Hearts on Fire starts playing and that whole montage comes up, I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. in 100. percent Let's go lift some boulders. But like, also like inspired writing stuff like that. Like, if I watch Casablanca or I watch you know some older movies, like I'm like, I need to sit down and just write for a while. So like things, movies that will be on Back to the Future inspires me in a way that's like. I just need to be creative when I watch it. Mm-hmm. I need to do something creative because it's my favorite movie of all time. And it's one of those movies that just like the nostalgia hits for me, the inspiration of the movie still to this day, I've seen it gotta be over 400 times. And that's not even an exaggeration. Like I've seen it like, <laughs> too many times. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I, when I watch it, I'm like, it's still like the thrills me at the end. Like, is he going to make it? I know he makes it. I've seen it enough, (laughs) but I'm still like, is he going to make it? Is he going to hit it in time? Is he going to get there to plug it in in time? Like it still gets me every time, but that inspires me to be like very creative. Maybe I'll draw or, you know, write or something like that. Yeah. Um, But sports movies inspire me like working out or keep going. Invincible is a great choice. Um, uh, That is, that's another one that's pretty inspiring for me. So like just anything that inspires you, to better yourself. Okay. Uh, to, to go off of like creative inspiration, I would say uh, like Cloverfield, uh, which sounds weird, but uh, I loved the, the ARG that they did for Cloverfield, like in their uh, <clears throat> promotion for the movie. Uh, so I don't know if you're familiar with that or if your listeners are familiar with that or what ARGs are in general, but, um, their alternate reality. Yeah, we do have an episode on ARGs, but basically it's like an interactive, uh, al- it's called alternate reality game. <clears throat> but basically it's a way to engage your audience in the storytelling 
And what Cloverfield did was they they dropped a lot of like clues and movie posters and made fake real websites from, you know, corporations that were in the movie, but not really like explicitly shown in the movie. Uh, but they were just kind of like side stories or whatever happening behind the scenes. And the ARG for the first Cloverfield is so crazy. Like you can go, there's tons of videos on YouTube explaining it all. But just like the level of creativity that went into creating that ARG for that movie just always, you know, inspires me to be like, I wish I could do something that creative. So just mm-hmm. go do something with your mind, like try to do something creative. Um, but yeah, I guess like any ARG really uh, kind of does that for me. But Cloverfield's probably the most like mainstream ARG that people might have experienced, you know? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, I will tell you this, too, in terms of especially having been a filmmaker and like being a content creator now, anything by uh, Quentin Tarantino. If I watch mm. something by Quentin Tarantino, like I get in a very creative mood. Yes. Right long dialogue just the writing there how it all pieces together but all of his dialogue as long as it is it's still snappy and it keeps you yeah Mm -hmm. it's not it's not long if you like that kind of stuff like Mm -hmm. it all just flows very well together and that's that's the way he writes and the way he sets that all up it that's where you know you're thinking about lines that were said an hour ago in the movie because the dialogue that's being said, you're like, holy crap, like that conversation is still going or that, you know, that piece of dialogue still matters now. Like everything's just snuck in there. Yeah, for sure. Len says, uh, <laughs> co-host of BTB podcast under siege Two, So bad. It's great. Classic one. It's <laughs> all great action. I will tell you. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely get that when you say like, you know, it does catch a lot of hate, but, you know, still, you got to kind of love it. But um, I just, one of the things that inspired this was because DMX died, I watched Exit Wounds recently. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I didn't seek it out. It was on TV. <laughs> it was not a remote truck <laughs> moment, but I was like, died. Let, me, let me watch this. Um, and, you know, Michael Jai White's in it. And I will watch anything with Michael Jai White. Um, but, you know, so I sat and I watched it and I'm just like, man, Seagal. You're just not good, man. Yeah, yeah. That whole the Steven Seagal hype train back back then. I still don't get it. <laughs> like, you know, if you go down the ra- rabbit hole of like Steven Seagal, he started out as a as building up to be an action star because when the martial arts movie boom happened in the eighties and nineties. He was like somebody who stepped up, a good-looking guy who mm-hmm. could do martial arts. He was a poor man's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Right. But Jean-Claude Van Damme started out as a poor man's, like, Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's right. Chuck Norris, and you're like, what happened here? Like, it's like, it's like you know, that's a rabbit hole that's just kind of like the snake that's eating its own tail. Yeah. <laughs> Things that came out of the eighties is a mixed bag of just, you know, hindsight, like looking back on it, you're like, some stuff is just amazing. Other stuff is super questionable. Like people forget. (laughs) Yeah. Chuck Norris was a movie star when he went to Walker, Texas Ranger. He chose that life to be home. by (laughs) He was like, I'm going to be out of movies and go to this TV show to be with my kids. 
And you look at it and you're just like, he was a legit, people thought he was stupid for leaving movies to go to TV. And that was like a nine or 10 year TV show. Yeah. <laughs> with a, yeah. with, that was remade. <laughs> That's right. right. That's been remade. So like, I'm just like, what was the eighties? You know, was it the breakfast club movie? That right. Remember, or was it this? Right. No one will ever know. No Jeff one will Steve. ever know. The perfect weapon. I don't know if I remember that. I don't, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> uh, my wife told me that I also needed to bring up uh, Anna and the Apocalypse for movies that I love that everyone hates. People um, hate that. I love that movie. Okay. I have, I have a funny story, though. Um, I have like a new blossoming friendship in, in my neighborhood <clears throat> with uh, a dad that lives down the street. Uh, our daughters go to school together. And we would get together, watch the the Cleveland Browns games, you know, the season or whatever. And we had this nice, like, blossoming friendship going. And I was like, hey, you like movies? It's it's around Christmas time. I have this great Christmas movie you should watch. It's really cool. Just don't look anything up about it. Just watch it. Trust me. Like, <laughs> don't worry about it. He's like, what is it? I was like, go just throw on Anna and the Apocalypse. It's great. And uh, I get a text like <laughs> 45 minutes later. He's like, what is this? <laughs> He's like, I'm not saying I hate it, but I'm also not saying that I like Why it. Why did you recommend it? That's the I question. Was like, I was like, uh, okay, maybe that was a poor first recommendation for a new friendship. But we're still friends, so it wasn't that bad. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, everyone I've told to watch that movie has hated it. I loved it, though. And I know you're a fan of it. I love that movie. That, yeah. that movie for me, like hands down was just wonderful in so many ways um and i i, I just i don't know how i don't like that movie the music's original it's wonderful yeah it's great i mean well, how can you go wrong with a, a christmas musical in a zombie apocalypse i mean it's so good yeah it's so good. It's genius i can listen to that soundtrack just unironically just listen to it <laughs> it's um, not it's not bad Len said, Chuck Norris, by the time he started the TV show, he was already a washed-up movie star. No, he was not. No, he was not. You say that to Chuck Norris's face. Ooh. Yeah. What? No, he was in, like, because uh, that started in 1993, and he had movies that went past that that were hits. So, like, he was not a washed-up movie star. Like, he had, um, Hellbound was actually a pretty big hit for him. Um, and that came out in 94. So like, you know, sidekicks came out like a year before that. And that was actually a pretty big movie. He had the Hitman. That was pretty, you know, for, and now listen, I'm not saying that with the top earning movies of those years, they were, <laughs> you know, were, were the best, but like for Chuck Norris was a movie star and those movies were hits. He was a draw. So he started doing a TV show in the middle of that, that ran for, 10 years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> my wife says she thinks The Departed is a stupid movie and I love it. Oh my God. Such a uh, good movie. Inspired. I'm inspired by that movie. Yeah. 100%. I love that movie. Um, George, you keep on loving it. You, it it's a great movie. Okay, fine. <laughs> sidekicks. Shut your mouth, Len. <laughs> uh, I will say, listen, guys, uh, we are coming up. Uh, I do appreciate you coming on tonight. This is a lot of fun. Fun conversation. Yeah. Uh, I think we've learned a lot about each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, we like as always, you know, we love, you know, hanging out with you and thank you so much for having us on your show. Well, I need to ask you guys each one question you need to answer me honestly. Okay. Um, do you like the Scene Snops podcast more than Akron? D- d- yes. No. I mean, Some you could them. not even have a podcast and ask me if you like your podcast more than Akron, I would say yes. You know, Nick you're a bastard and I hate you, but I respect Thank you. That's my role. That's my role your, here. Your honesty. Your honesty was was you, you, like Nick thinks I'm joking, but my hatred for Akron is real. It is true. God damn yeah. it. Not, I do not like Akron. My love for it is true as well. <clears throat> so we dive divergent there. <laughs> I just want to thank you and everybody. You need to go check out the Trail Boys podcast. It's so much fun. Uh, you can check them out if you're on my YouTube. They're actually linked below. I, I link their show. Um, oh, thanks, my favorites. Um, I often share your stuff, so you can always check them out. But just go look them up. Show Boys podcast. Snobby award winner. If that means award winning podcast. Best in audio. Yeah. I like yeah. how you're, not, you're taking out the snobby part and you're just like award winning. Yeah. Podcast. So. <laughs> Yeah, and hey, we've had you on a couple episodes. We you uh, were the first interview that we had ever done, which was a oh, super terrible. fun episode. So you should check oh. that out. And then, like you said earlier, you were on our Falcon and Winter Soldier penultimate episode, which was a really good episode. It uh, was. So, you guys yeah. are advanced with your shows, man. They're so much fun to listen to, and you guys are very well informed. So it's always it's just a good time. Um, so everybody. Needs to go check out the Show Boys podcast. Stop screwing around. After you listen to this show, go check them out. It's a perfect companion piece. So <laughs> listen to this man. Also, Mick, give me your Venmo after this so I can you know, slide you that corner. <laughs> That's how I make the money. That's no, right. You thought it was manscaped, but it's all these paid plugs from Show Boys. <laughs> I want to say, everybody, thank you for watching right now. And anybody who listens in the future, really appreciate you. You guys are amazing human beings. Remember to check out our sponsors, Manscaped. Uh, Again, our promo code is uh, SNOBS, and you can go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. You can also head over to Kimball's Cookies on Facebook Mm -hmm. and uh, order some delicious cookies. They've been a wonderful sponsor for us for for quite a while now, uh, and we love them. They taste delicious. So until, uh, until next time, uh, I will say this. Um, go check out Carpool Shenanigans at 1030. They have a great show tonight, uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. They're hilarious. A little more risque, but you need to get in there, and you need to watch them because the sexiness and the vulgarness is just adds to the beauty. Um, but, yeah, so until next time, my partner, Madman, will be back for our very special Star Wars episode next week. I am Mick Manhattan. Go check out thescenesnobs.com. Go check out the Show Boys podcast. And we love you, so we'll talk to you later. Bye. Peace. Everybody say goodbye again because I forgot. Bye. Goodbye. Second goodbye. (laughs) Now here's the outro. We love you, everybody. Take care. And that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening or watching wherever you're checking it out. Uh, This show is brought to you by our sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, Go check them out. They are saving our balls, and they can save yours, too, or somebody you care about. That's uh, a pretty awesome device, so go check out what they got, the Lawnmower 3.0, the Weed Whacker, and more. Uh, it's a great gift for Father's Day, birthdays, weddings, anything. Uh, so, yeah, head over there and use promo code SNOBS, S-N-O-B-S, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping. 
Also, we'd like to thank our super fan patrons. Uh, they are all Scene Snob family to us. Uh, they support us every month, and you can be one too. So head over to the Patreon channel, uh, the Scene Snobs, and uh, you can, it's $5 a month, and you can join in with helping support us and get the free perks too. Uh, also, you can follow us on social media. We are on everything at the Scene Snobs, so Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Uh, we are on Facebook, The Scene Snobs, uh, everywhere. We have fun stuff always going on, always have contests and stuff, so go follow us. Check us out. You can go to our link tree by going to thescenesnobs.com. There's our link tree. There's our patron. Uh, there is our all of our shows and the links for all of that, so thanks again for checking it out. Just head over to thescenesnobs.com where everything is, and we will talk to you soon. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.